0: Hi y'all, this is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lepone. This is Lynn manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.
1: This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney Pixar's Inside Out 2.
2: It's time to greet your Team Riley.
1: It's anger. Let me at him.
0: Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust.
1: Ew. Ew. Sadness is in the house. Oh no. Hello. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's
0: gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say... Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: My friend just won an Olivier, by the way. Let's talk about that. Who did? My friend. No way! Yeah. That's awesome. For what? um so she's in a a new musical that's on the west end Uh uh-huh um and it won best comedy so (laughs) hooray that's fabulous pals winning awards that's the life i lead now that's just fabulous and lynn's there she's met lynn Woo! um who else is there nathan lane
0: (laughs) You're just marching down the list of famous people, aren't you?
2: Right, that's it. That's, the...
0: <laughs> that's all there is. Well, somebody get us another drink? Welcome to Jim and Tomic's Musical Theatre Happy Hour, your weekly podcast with cadenzas and caipirinhas. Yep, sorry. Uh... <laughs> we are scraping the bottom of the barrel already. We really
2: are, literally. I was like, right, cadenzas, that's a great one. Ca-
0: you know, maybe Nothing. this is this is what this is what we really need help with. Twitter and Reddit. Yeah, if I know, you have I like a, an intro, your weekly podcast with something to do with, with musical theater and some kind of alcoholic beverage. Exactly. Um, Generally alliteration, but we'll take rhymes. Yeah, we'll yeah we'll take rhymes and you know similar sounds. Yeah.
2: Similar letters.
0: Because if you've learned anything from this podcast, it's that Jimmy and I are not creative at all and need your help. Absolutely. <laughs> Although
2: I think cadenza is a beautiful word.
0: I the No, you know, I have cadenza confused with Credanza, which is from the Cat in the Hat animated version voiced by uh, the guy who sings Helo Helifada. Don't worry about it. it. it's just a thing.
2: Credanza? The, as in like Tony? No? Credanza? I think it's a made up Dr. Susie kind of word. Um Okay. But a cadenza is like um may me- mabel that yeah that was not perfect that was and that was beautiful i'm i am, I thank am you. in tears thank you so much crying with how pretty that was thank you i will play mabel one day in the Pirates of benzines <laughs> uh what's what's in the glass today uh it's naturally communion wine I know i can't think of anything else what is there really like really like does no mine's is water just water it's not yet been not yet, not yet been changed soon hopefully god willing hopefully.
0: god willing
2: fingers crossed <laughs> um why are we saying this let's find out um tommy what musical features socrates or socrates if you're bill and ted inclined <laughs> jean-paul sartre and l ron hubbard in its cast man oh, weird show right <laughs> If it wasn't Godspell, it would be a ridiculous show. Exactly. Thank goodness it is Godspell.
1: Lord, prepare ye the way of the
2: I uh-huh. I I've gotten into the habit now of not saying thank God
0: ah, um, huh
2: unless I'm like a really extreme okay but I'm quite good at saying like oh my goodness and um oh my god and now what what we will get is like someone will make a, a clip of all of the times I said thank God yeah exactly then, oh all the god, time you've you've and the podcast yes yeah, and be
0: like you're but wrong
2: yeah in my head Uh i don't say that much do
0: you so do you this is always a question i have too do you you censor Uh in your head like do you say the um the swear word or whatever in your head and then vocalize the censoring or do you just say the
2: censored word right off the bat i think i just say the censored word i don't think i do that i don't think i could think one thing and say another all right i think i would i would die see because i do the opposite i'll be like oh fiddlesticks and i'm not saying fiddlesticks Uh in my mind okay and you've stopped yourself no i actively think can't see god can't see god gosh or (laughs) um goodness um funny little aside (laughs) already (laughs) we're never gonna talk about the the musical (laughs) no um friend of mine uh, directed Songs for a New World, which we've talked about, yes, everyone's an yes, expert on that absolutely. now, and then the Sun and Moon, mm. um, and I thought, you know, and and, and I looked around uh-huh. and I thought, my God, I'll never have the moon, uh-huh. right? Uh, the The girl playing it um, was a member of the Church of the Latter-day Saints, oh, I think. can't say God. And can't say God. So she said, and I thought, my gosh i'll never have and it's cute i think it's cute that's really sweet and it's from it's it's because of her uh-huh i say that i've never even met her really but huh out there no out there you've changed me that's that's <laughs> that's very idiosyncratic <laughs> exactly i think this is a good time to preface though uh-huh. obviously you know god spells a religious musical uh-huh Close in the title um <laughs> Tommy nor I are religious men. I wanna the. We'll talk about this later because I have some opinions about this. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. But okay,
0: we should introduce the musical Will I ignore first. Nor
2: my preface. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so yeah, we're talking about Godspell. Godspell, uh, um, which has been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly
0: known because it's got music and some lyrics. Most lyrics by Stephen Schwartz. Most lyrics, yeah. Who you know, because, which is always. Mm-hmm
2: oh sorry i was gonna say it's always credited as new lyrics right because he didn't create them yeah he just adapted them yeah which i think is cool yeah um the you know steven and why do we why do we know steven Stephen
0: schwartz of wicked fame for sure that's pro- i would call that his most popular nowadays um i don't know it's not that big a show yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, well, I, you'd be hard pressed to find someone who hasn't heard of wicked uh he also did pippin absolutely. um which you should know and
2: a couple other things many other things baker's Wife, yeah. children of eden uh, like some great stuff but then also lyrically uh uh-huh. he's a bit of a, a god as well yes he is because hunchback mm-hmm. we can thank for that prince of egypt, prince is of egypt. A film mm-hmm. but goodness that's good um yeah he's great yeah we like him pocahontas um
0: yes bunch of bunch of things so stephen schwartz um the other stephen this is the
2: first time we've done a stephen schwartz Uh, which is surprising to me i love stephen schwartz's stuff i know um yeah but i guess he's, he's not done he's not like here's my 20 million show repertoire right do you know what i mean he's got a couple a couple hits
0: not a lot of a couple of key hits, not a lot of trunk songs standing around. Like, he, he's very high yield,
2: everything he writes is pretty good, I would say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would completely agree. Um, and also, the book and original director, mm-hmm. um, was Mr. John Michael Tebalak. Yeah, uh, who knows? Oh, Tabalak. Tebalak. Um, apologies if we're saying that wrong. Um, and it was his idea, mm-hmm. it's his show, very, he, very much yeah very much so so he was at carnegie Mellon. notice how i say carnegie now good for you i'm proud of you thank you that's how it's pronounced as
0: far as the college is concerned
2: yeah i think i was just wrong yeah
0: i've heard i i i I have heard people i trust say it both ways carnegie Carnegie. and carnegie i i do think the american way of both the college and the hall is carnegie Mellon, carnegie hall exactly i think that's the most agreed upon
2: but who knows it's funner to say Carnegie, yeah, you know, um, and so yeah, it was he conceived it because so he's Episcopalian, mm. um, or certainly was Episcopalian, um, and he was struck one time when he attended an Easter service at home in Pittsburgh, um, and it was just really soulless and without joy, which is the kind of opposite of what the Episcopalian belief is, mm-hmm. um, and then he also got some hostility uh, from his fellow churchgoers because um you know he was young and basically a hippie because it was it the, was the 70s, the 70s yeah when those people were around <laughs> just
0: casually not in an ironic history kind of way um, exactly but yeah and then so he started it off as a thesis project at carnegie mellon just as a, a, I mean play might be a misnomer because it seems more like a spoken word performance piece but yeah yeah certainly in that play performance world no songs um
2: or at least very few um very few yeah uh-huh um but interestingly one of them has now made it into the musical exactly that we know and love which is
0: why it was that good which is it, why it's new lyrics by Stephen schwartz because he was brought in after some kind of workshoppy development to write new music and
2: lyrics to kind of interface with the book
0: which is an interesting you know that's not how a lot of musicals get made
2: yeah exactly exactly um and so yeah when schwartzy got brought on board uh it got taken to off broadway mm-hmm. where it played for five years and it was really successful wildly successful kind of a mini cult hit yeah um so successful that it got turned into a movie yeah like when does that happen yeah when did you get an off broadway into a movie yeah with a, with a lot right. of the same cast too absolutely um and you know decent budget movie yeah like Filmed um, on location in New York. Um, mm-hmm. Very 70s. Yeah, another. <laughs> yeah, another. Um, and then it jumped over to Broadway uh, in 76. Mm-hmm. And it was nominated for Best Original Score at the Tonys. Yep. And it, it did lose to Anne. Yeah,
0: it was, once it hit Broadway, okay with it
2: that. It was, it hit maybe mediocre
0: reviews. I think it didn't, it's Transfer yeah. to Broadway wasn't the best you
2: know, I, it seems more like an off-Broadway show. Yeah, exactly. And I, it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, makes yeah, a yeah. lot of sense as to why yeah. that happened. Yeah. Um, which is totally fair. Um, and then it's been back and forth. So it came across the pond, I think, in 71, I want to say. Sounds right. Early 70s anyway. Mm. Um, and did reasonably well over here. Mm. Um, and then it's, you know, been revived. Mm-hmm. Couple of times off Broadway yep. tours. The Toured.
0: There was a Broadway revival in 2011. Um, yeah, that was a big end. Yeah, that was that was uh, Corbin Blue and Hunter Parrish, Hunt, and then Corbin Blue
2: replaced Hunter, Hunter Parrish. Parrish yeah, they were the 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 G's Eye. Yeah, um, G's <laughs> Eye. The G's Eye. Yeah. Um, but also Telly Love. Yes, Lindsay Lindsay Mendez. Wonderful,
0: wonderful cast.
2: Great great peeps
0: um and i don't know about in in your neck of the woods but this is a very very popular amdram college high school production (laughs) church group production um like the you i yeah it would be hard to throw a stone and not find a production of godspell in america
2: yeah i mean just yeah it's it's because it's not british Mm -hmm. it's not as like as hugely insidious yeah um it's something you see like oliver Mm -hmm. um but uh it is done a lot and i must say i'm gonna say right off the bat the best amateur production i've seen of anything Uh was of godspell huh that's really fascinating we did it
0: my junior year of high school not as our Uh like big musical but as our tinier musical
2: um right
0: very well received
2: yeah great show to do and it fits as as we can talk about the show you'll, you'll understand why but it really fits a smaller scale yeah do you know what I mean? A more intimate setting. Yeah, absolutely. And there's lots of room for interpretation and
0: fun and, you know, super yeah. flexible cast. Um, all all the good yeah. things
2: you want with a school or Amdram production. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is it? I hear you scream. Um, well, it's basically set around mostly from the Gospel of Matthew mm-hmm. with a little bit of the Gospel of Luke thrown in there. Um, And the songs are taken from, well, some of the songs are taken from Episcopalian hymnals, which are like, you know, medieval era, like 13th century. Quote-unquote traditional music. Um, It's very traditional as it comes, traditional as it comes. Um, And uh, Stephen Schwartz has given it a big lift um, and has really created a show that I would say is about Community, yeah, yeah, completely. Um, I think it's, and I guess this is something we'll maybe get into in a second, maybe we'll get into it right now. Uh huh. Um, in fact,
1: yeah, let's do it. All right.
0: I mean, okay. I would the I would describe this musical about the life and times of Jesus Christ. Um, okay. And maybe, so, <laughs> my background, I went to Catholic school for nine years. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, it did a great job of turning me into a homosexual, and then yep. that did a great job of, you know, making me less of a believer than my Catholic school upbringing might have led me to believe. Um, mm-hmm. And so these are godspell is maybe one of the only musicals i've experienced save something like oh i don't know the wizard of oz where i very much knew the story and the plot and like all the different pieces of it before i had ever experienced it in this particular um Hmm. revision um and so I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to see this musical and not just see it be a super religious kind of feeling musical. I don't uh, think that's a bad thing. Um, <laughs> but it's no, interesting no, no, no. to me that for you, this is a musical about community first.
2: Yeah. Well, I think, I, I guess, and maybe not first, but certainly at its heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the surface, you can't get away from the fact that, hey, we're looking at the story of Jesus and the passion. Right. and. You know we're working out there but it's interesting because i mean i went to a um relatively secular school okay. but it's, it was always very grey in the glasgow city council so you know we we did lots of biblical stuff mm-hmm. um and i feel like every child or certainly every child in you know my neck of the woods mm-hmm. um unless you go to a, a specific denominational school of, of another faith, mm. um, you're going to be learning about yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I do know what you mean. Like the story is, it's a tale as old as time. Right. Now, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you do, you recognize even the parables. Yeah. Most of them I had heard even anecdotally or in pop culture or something like that. Right. um, but you do, you know this, you know this story. Right. Um, and so I think that's for me then, yeah. it, I don't kind of acknowledge it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just kind of, I'm like, ah, yes, this, this old yarn, yeah. what's this about? Do you know what I mean? So you kind of see into the heart yeah. of what it's about.
0: See, and for me, what I question, and especially this time going back through it, is the, I don't know if this musical makes sense if you don't know these parables and this story and like Jesus mm-hmm. and his existence, like so much of it is hidden in unspoken winks and nods and nudges and like, oh yes, and then that must yeah. be Judas. And like you, and they never call each other these names. They, you know, very rarely even call him Jesus. Um, and like most mm-hmm. of the parables, I only understand because catholic school teachers were like and this is what it means um exactly and so like if you don't have that kind of cultural knowledge behind you this is a weird show about clowning kind of people
2: um exactly
0: which is yeah i
2: think that's very true yeah because it's not i wouldn't say you would go to see godspell to learn about jesus i mean right. i don't think this is the play that <laughs> this isn't really the, right this is this is not to do that in. it's not jesus 101 this isn't like right exactly and not because it's factually inaccurate not because, but just because it doesn't labor the point right. that's not it's not using the biblical stories yeah. to tell that story yeah if that makes sense yeah um it's it, they're really using it as a, a metaphor, not a metaphor even, but just a, as a vehicle. Yeah. Well, th- to
0: th- they're putting a contemporary spin on what, you know, uh, T- Tebelak had thought was kind of a stodgy telling of the story. And this is, so when we yeah. did it in high school, I was very far from, you know, my church going days. Um, and mm-hmm. it's when I really had an interesting revelation about f- what was for me Roman Catholicism. Um Right. And is kind of Christianity in general and has kind of changed my view on these sorts of things. If okay. If you picture Christianity and, like, the story of Jesus in kind of the same realm as your mind as you picture, like, something like Star Trek um, or Harry Potter or yep. Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica, where it's this epic tale that people are mm. very, very invested in and they're fans of, and they have meetings about how much they enjoy this piece of, you know, this storytelling, um, and they have rituals that they do related to it. It yep. it helped me get into, like, I was not a fan of doing Godspell to begin with, because the pendulum had very, sw- very much swung in the opposite direction. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And that kind of, thinking about it that way as like a story as a really interesting kind of story with all the connotations, you know, and it's weird. Cause I guess that kind of goes against my previous assertion that you got to know all this stuff for it to make sense. But it was interesting. It
2: was junior year of high school it was a big time in my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I don't know. Cause I feel the first, the first time I saw it as a full show, I'd listened to it before mm. the first thing kind of seeing its entirety with all the parables. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. There's something that is just so intrinsically kind of joyous about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I did. I wasn't feeling like, gosh, I'm feeling inspired on a spiritual level. It wasn't that. It was. It was in something a lot more basal. Yeah. I would say that I felt inspired. I felt like, you know, I I felt very banded together in humanity. Yeah. Almost as opposed to banded together. Yeah. You know, spiritually right. with with the Christian brothers. Right. It was. You know, and that's I think that's again why I pull this idea of community. Yeah. Um, and we have talked about before. I think uh, with hair. Yeah. Which you know very topical because of They're- the time setting yeah. and everything. Um, but I feel like this is another great example of a tribe musical. Absolutely. You know, um, right from the off, you've got this collection of disparate. Mm-hmm. Um, i mean clowns yeah um they're misfits they're odd but you know just this in group of individuals basically um who all are different and then in comes this jesus character Mm -hmm. um and kind of unites them um bit by bit uh and they kind of realize that it's better to be together Mm -hmm. um than to be a part, yeah. basically. Yeah. You know, it's it's a really simple message at the end. Yeah. Um but I think it does it extremely well. Yeah, absolutely. And I was really I was really blown away um by that production of just how much of that feeling came across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's interesting because,
0: you know, I had seen and been a part of so many Passion and Jesus retellings through most yeah. of my upbringing, but then by the time Godspell had entered my life in high school, it's one of the ones where I still, you know, I, I, I feel for the 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 whole group when Jesus dies in this production, which is like, which is not something I feel in other retellings of the passion, you know, and absolutely the point is the like one of the big points of Christianity is that you do feel that is that like you do feel oh how mm-hmm. awful it is that this thing has happened, and how beautiful and wonderful that this man has given us all this stuff, like all this wonderful thought um, and like it's it serves it it serves its purpose well, it gets you, which is
2: absolutely neat. And I I wonder if it is because of the fact it's not they're not being like this is Jesus right this is the way things were yeah. these were the you know what I mean because even if you compare it to something like Jesus Christ Superstar right. which again mm-hmm. was it completely at this time as well yeah um so it's it's good to compare yeah um but Jesus Christ Superstar is obviously <clears throat> I guess it looks a bit more at um kind of Judas's part mm-hmm. in the Passion yeah. But
0: and and JCC you, seems a little more explicit in its storytelling too. Like mm-hmm. their character. yeah, their it's very, m- it it's very
2: much it's it's a story. You know, what I mean, yeah. there is a narrative there. Um, but the you know, if you think to the crucifixion in Jesus Christ Superstar, you compared to the crucifixion in Godspell, mm-hmm. it's a it is a completely different feeling. In Godspell, it is much more symbolic, yeah, um, and it's much more. I think it has carries a lot more impact mm-hmm. than the one in Jesus Christ Superstar, where you're kind of expecting it, right, Almost exactly, you know, because you you know how the story ends, right. you know what happens, yeah. Um And I find that very interesting that even though in in something like Godspell, again, you know what's going to happen here, right? But, but it hits you in a different way, yeah,
0: yeah, because it focuses much more on the like. It, it I think it does a really good job of taking the feeling, like assuming all these things we've heard about the apostles and Jesus' followers in his life and times were explicitly accurate. It takes yeah. that feeling that is portrayed in the Bible and all these tellings and very much gives it a wonderful contemporary context that mm-hmm. makes you feel the the way you should feel. Like it it, it makes you feel, I think... What the intent is of what has now become an ancient,
2: stodgy, baffling text? Yeah, yeah, definitely, absolutely. In fact, absolutely, I would agree with you on that one. Absolutely, um, and that's something I really love about it. Yeah, like as someone who I'm not, I'm not religious, but I really respect people who have faith. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And and follow something because it, it, I think it's so nice to see people finding consolation Mm -hmm. um in 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 anything really yeah and it it doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter whether it's an organized religion Mm. or whether it's um you know i don't know just being feeling closer to nature everything we walk through a park or
0: whether it's star trek like this is where right
2: exactly exactly yeah whether it's twin peaks yeah. I'm, I'm in that i'm you know <laughs> yeah exactly but if that's what <laughs> there. gives
0: you joy if that's what gives you life if that's what gets you up every day wonderful
2: exactly and i think that's one of the great things about gospel is even though it's using you know the passion yeah as, a, as the vehicle anyone can kind of relate because they all know this idea of but coming together as a community mm-hmm. and working together for the better yeah um, So well done. Yeah, I think that's just really well done on this show. And that's one of the reasons why I absolutely love it. how many cast recordings have you listened to
0: the okay maybe it's so hard a lot
2: <laughs> okay yeah 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 because there is there's, so, there's many. so many at least there are so at many. least the
0: original the movie uh-huh. the 2011 touring cast with the yep. original logo on brick and then whatever yep. uh-huh. whatever the yellow one is that's one the of the
2: 2001 touring the, cast. is that the
0: touring cast um
2: those are the ones yep. i've heard which ones have you listened to um, yep, yeah, those uh, plus London. Okay. Um, the two London ones. Okay. Um, which one's your favourite? You've chosen the correct ones. <laughs> um, which one's my favourite yeah. is a great question. Yeah. It's a fantastic question. Yeah. Thank you so much for asking it. Because I don't know. I actually don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, one of... And i have talked about this before again back in here. But one of the things I love about musical theatre is old Broadway cast recordings, mm-hmm. especially around the 70s. Yes. Because... They're ridiculous. Yeah. They're stupid. Yeah. Um and actually we had someone on Reddit um tell us why they're a lot shorter. Yeah, it's because and I was I sorry. I
0: had known this and it was back when we were talking about Songs getting cut from, what what show were we talking about? A Little Night Music. A Little Night Music. Music. Um, That makes sense. And why, like, we were like, why can't they just put all the songs on it? Because we're thinking in a very 2016 kind of way, where it's like, (laughs) you can just download all the songs out of Spotify, but that's not what these were recorded for. Whether it was a CD or a record or an 8-track, they have capacity limits. And so, you can, and like, all those capacity limits trickle down to the whole recording process, so you can own, you have to pick, you have to cut um
2: which exactly i
0: it had like crossed my mind way back when and i should have brought it up yeah. then
2: it makes so much sense doesn't it yeah um so the original off-broadway cast recording mm-hmm. is full of these lovely juicy weird yeah moments yep. do you know what i mean yeah. with not the best vocalists in the world right which seems to be a trend the 70s yes. absolutely fine um weird and peculiar orchestrations mm-hmm. um but so i just think it's got so much heart yeah yeah especially we beseech thee yes yeah there's something very honest and and pure about it all yeah 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 yeah. yeah. so much um so i i think to ask me like what my favorite is i would i would say i've got favorite moments in each of them i mean what is i think
0: very specific about godspell and all of its all of its cast recordings because there are so many they are so different They are all so so, like if you want an example right now, um, the 2001 touring cast, the yellow album, the yellow album. You listen to that Tower of Babel, which is like, you know, underpinned by 2001 computer noises. And like exactly. So it's like late 90s. Yeah.
2: Rave hall. Like very
0: electronic and like beeps and boops and bops. And then you listen to the 2011 Broadway revival and it's straight out of Glee. And it's like acapella and maybe some xylophone and like yeah vocal acrobatics
2: all over the yeah, place but
0: it's the same it's the same song it's the same song in the same musical serving the same purpose with vastly different it's not even just orchestration
2: changes like yeah it's just it's just it's just it's like intention it's, it's everything behind it is different yeah um And I find that fascinating because I I don't know if there's even another show out there Mm -hmm. that can be revived like Godspell can be revived. Do you know what I mean? In sense of like, let's just, you know, tear up this rule book, throw it out. I mean, I don't, I don't think there is one that has been, and I'm sure it's,
0: you know, it's because these are, this is a story as old as time. And so (laughs) it is the interpretation, not the story that counts. And so you, exactly. you feel a need to focus your energy on your interpretation of this story, as opposed mm-hmm. to on your, like, honest retelling of the story that's happening. Like, I can't, I can't imagine someone restaging Phantom of the Opera in 20 years and being like, but this time we're going to reinterpret all the song. Like, no, it exactly. doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, completely, um, and it's like you can you can give a, a, you know tweaks, and you can put it through you know Logic Pro 10 instead of right exactly whatever they use yeah. or the like
0: 70s. do do the thing for the fans where it's like now there are also three little pigs in the woods
2: like ooh this hey, is different in the revival
0: yeah. but. Right, not like Godspell.
2: But at the end of the day it's the, it's the same show but Godspell is completely different. One of the, one of the main things if you've never listened to Godspell before or don't really know much about it, one of the key parts that makes Godspell different is that there are technically no characters. Yeah. Um in term and what I mean by that is there's no named characters. Yeah. So Tommy when you were in Godspell you played Tommy. Exactly. Yes. Um and right? that's you know
0: there are there's a Jesus but only maybe um, yeah. And there's no, you know, you could slice and dice Jesus's role too among a bunch of different other people until you hit the ending bit. Um, right. You know, there's a John the Baptist, maybe there's a Judas, maybe, and that's about yep.
2: it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like there's a guy who baptizes Jesus, and there's a guy that Jesus kicks, kisses on the cheek. Right, um, and they but they're never called John, and they're never called Judas. No, and Jesus is
0: barely called Jesus. Like maybe, yeah, maybe exactly. twice, maybe.
2: Um, yeah, so it's and that's and and that's really yeah, there's a huge intention behind yes. that because it, it's this idea of it, it's it's a story for everyone, right. And anyone can fetch well, this, and it's just this idea of using the religion as a vehicle.
0: And you know? I, I think even more, like, certainly in the most explicit interpretation of this, these people yeah. are the apostles. They're Jesus's followers. But yeah. stripping away their identity strips away that kind of stodgy religionness of the whole thing. That I think is towards Mm -hmm. the intent, um, because they all have other stories, too. And so if you don't know which one is, you know, Doubting Thomas or Luke or Matthew or whatever, um, then you don't associate anything with them. And it, like, opens you up to take the story, to take the the feeling of the story in more than to, like,
2: play a game of I Spy and be like, oh, which one's that one? Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that is the thing is it, it really doesn't matter. And you don't find yourself looking to like, but I want to see your art. Right. Because it just kind of happens. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, that's it's done well in the score that, you know, there are people, you know, early on who might not be as into it, who by the end are like zealots. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people, you know, the girl who sing um, Day by Day mm-hmm. uh, is right in there at the start and you know by the time she gets into by my side Mm -hmm. you know she's like the holiest of the holy i guess um it's there's these little arcs that you see but it's not it's character Mm -hmm. development not as we know it right exactly and you could totally mess with those arcs i'm sure there are Mm -hmm. revivals
0: and tours that you know they've swapped around who sings what and people have different arcs and different
2: characters and different archetypes and that's great and fun. absolutely um absolutely I read, and this is one of the reasons why I absolutely adore Stephen Schwartz is because of how how much he understands the importance of amateur theatre. Mm-hmm. Yes, do you know? I yes, mean, he realizes sense. that this is this is where it this is where it, it continues to live mm-hmm. is in amateur theatre in high schools and colleges wherever. Yeah. this is where theatre gets born. Um, and <clears throat> he he's done loads of different like discussions things like that, and his um message boards his archives on his website are great to go through <laughs> um if you ever if you ever are feeling schwartzy <laughs> um but you know there's there's been times when there's been people asking like oh i'm playing um maria for example who i think was the turn man mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. um and they're like so how do i play this like it's supposed to be kind of sexy is that the idea and his answers it's almost like a, just a stock answer now it was like maria who played it back then? Um, had a really interesting sense of comedy, is very kind of Mae West style, tongue in cheek, uh-huh. and so that's why we wrote the song in that style for her. But you do you, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's he, he. really is open to being like, but it's your song, yeah. Please go for it. Do you know what I mean? Whatever way, and is like, I wish you the best of luck. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. Like, there's not you don't you never get that chance to just be like, all right, I'll just get to yeah be me. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? just like so exciting and being able to reflect as an actor to be like okay well what parts of me can i bring into this how can i relate mm-hmm. to this number yeah you know
0: and it's very it's it i can't think of anything that does it quite like godspell
2: even close to godspell. absolutely not um no because i guess nothing has that same level of anonymity i get guess Is it anonymity yeah like that do you know i mean that where you can come into, because obviously if you're, you know, playing a role, if you're playing someone like Desiree Armville, mm-hmm. you can think, okay, well, how can I relate to Desiree, this character that exists? Yeah. And you can think of, of things that you share. Yeah. But there, when there's no template for you at all, yeah. all you have to do is just connect straight to the material and okay. connect to yourself to the material and i
0: think that's amazing it's such such a gift it very much reminds me this was a big unit at least in my theater college because it's big in theater education um Uh there's a a branch of performance art that is variously called either oral interpretation or group interpretation um right there's a couple other names floating around for it too but it's the performance of things that aren't plays. It's the performance of things that aren't musicals. You take a text text being a very loaded word that could mean anything (laughs) from a poem to a billboard to a color um, and you bring it on stage and you perform it on stage and something about Godspell very much reminds me of this group interp oral interp world. Um, It is like a a group interp of aspects of the Bible um, Mm -hmm. which to me puts it Like, I feel like Godspell is only a musical because we call it a musical and because Stephen Schwartz wrote the music for it. Um, Mm -hmm. It it, it feels like it's just, it's poking outside a little bit of what I would deem
2: musical theater. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. I, I I well no I I can't see what you mean because it's not an, a straight a straight up narrative right and and because it's it is living it's living in the abstract yeah do you know and what I mean it didn't it's it's peculiar
0: it didn't redefine the form like we didn't see mm-hmm. a bunch of Godspell clones afterwards um you know yes. where even something. I would say the closest comparison to Godspell, as we've said, is Hair. Um, yeah. And like, certainly, these are born of the same time and the same feeling and the same people working in the same places. But Hair yep. has a narrative. Hair has characters to a point, uh-huh. more so than yeah, more so than point. Godspell. Um, Definitely. And so you know, it, it's like it's poking its head just outside of like it's got one foot in another in another river. <laughs>
2: uh huh. Yeah. Um which is so inter- and it's not something that's really ever been emulated yeah since in the musical theater stage. Yeah. You know what I mean no one else has taken any other story yeah. um and told it out with yeah. the realms of storytelling. Yeah. At least not I guess. at least not successfully enough for us to
0: encounter it. I'm sure people have tried. Yeah. Um Yeah, definitely. But and I wonder there's there's probably a transition due in here soon before I ask my next question.
2: I know this is I'm, in my head. I'm like, how am I editing this? Because we've got great discussions, but there's no segues. It's just one big one big chat. But I want, I'm also like, but I want to put in all of the music, right? Yeah, we will just do an underscore, yeah, just under the whole thing. <laughs> I'll be playing the cast album under all of this discussion. That'd be nice. Uh, i be into that. There's enough of them to go around. Yeah, so. exactly.
0: Anyway, musical break, then a question.
1: Thou save the people, O God of mercy, when not kings and lords, but nations, not thrones and crowns, but men, flowers of thy heart, O God, are they, let them not pass like weeds away, their heritage, a sunless day. God save the people. Shall crime bring crime forever, strength aiding still the strong? Is it thy will, O Father, that man shall toil for wrong? Oh, no, say thy mountains, no, say thy skies, man's clouded sun shall brightly rise songs be heard instead of sighs. god save the people we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become?
0: Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2.
1: Play it now with Game Pass. Um,
0: is this musical, in big quotes, in its bizarre, abstract kind of way, would it have been as enduring or as successful if it wasn't about Jesus? If it wasn't about christianity like church groups can go see godspell you know <laughs> the <laughs> people who are really excited about their particular brand of christianity can go see godspell and find something in it and like also check that box of like i did a churchy thing today um would like my my wager to the question is i don't think it would have been as successful I think people would have thought it was weird and abstract and bizarre, but because there's this common currency, this like common heritage and storyline through it that we all know already, kind of, that makes it more successful and lets you come into, like you get to land at a higher level of thinking from the get go. You don't have to like spend some of your musical time to build people up to your complex thought. You can
2: just drop them into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I wonder about that because no, I would, I would probably agree with you that it it definitely would be as successful, and I think one of the interesting things about it mm-hmm. is that the church has really embraced it. Yes, um, because there's nothing heretical in nope, it. No, it's I, it's pretty much all straight from the Bible, if not directly quoted. Um, at least, right. At least the book. Yeah, and there's nothing there, you know where something like Jesus Christ Superstar really treads some fine lines, mm-hmm. um, th- there's nothing in here that really insults the Bible. And a lot of it is just pure celebration. Yeah. Um, and I oh, I do always find that really interesting because, you know, Swartz himself, uh, obviously not um, Tebelak, um, because he was Episcopalian, right. but Stephen Schwartz himself... Um, mm-hmm. It talks about it from a very secular point of view, yeah, um, and I just find it interesting that even though that is there, you know, this is the man that wrote the music mm-hmm. from a secular perspective, mm-hmm. um I find it fascinating that he's then created something that the church yeah loves I mean, do you, think do you know what I mean, and i I feel like that's exactly why,
0: um, mm-hmm. this is. <laughs> this is a discussion in all places i have about um private education um right okay so the at least in my world saving uh charter schools there are private secular schools and private Uh religious schools um Mm -hmm. and private religious schools have an easier sell in my world like as a from a fundraising perspective, from a send your kids here kind of perspective than a private secular school. The private secular school must be a really good school. They have to, because that's the only thing they have going for them, is that they are a really good school, and so that's why you send your kids here. Whereas, like, Mm -hmm. a private Catholic school, send your kids here because we have God. Like, there is a, a, you know, greater motivation to, you know, spend money on our school because God wants you to. Um, Yeah. And I think, I suspect one of the reasons this musical is so successful, successful, in its storytelling is, is because it has had some secular hands in it. Um, like th- they have to make the story interesting. It can't just mm-hmm. be intrinsically interesting because it's about Jesus. Like, yeah, it yeah. has to be interesting from a human storytelling perspective, which I legitimately mm-hmm. think the Jesus story is when told correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but
2: a lot of that well, gets sucked out. Yeah, that's the thing, is it's supposed to be... Right. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be the kind of thing that anyone can pick up and turn to and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah. You don't need to go to church. You don't need to, you know, follow the faith. Right. But you can you know open up your gideon's bible in your hotel if you're feeling really lonely and right. have something to to turn to yeah. do you know what i mean Yeah. Um, and get your mind going a bit that's that's the, that's the intention yeah exactly and it it, do you
0: know? it gets lost in a lot of religious retellings of things i think mm. um mm-hmm. and it, god spells like it's like a back to its roots retelling um
2: yeah i i would 100% agree which is again fascinating because right. In in some ways, obviously, it was the intention of Tebalak to right. um, to do to create something that inhabits the joy of of, of spirituality. Right. Um, but then bringing on board someone like yeah. Stephen Schwartz yeah. who isn't isn't playing that yeah. game. But so you know, and it, it's really interesting. So say like this wasn't God's spell, but
0: was like Jupiter's spell or something and was very Uh much about, you know... uh, Aliens. (laughs) Like Roman gods. um, Okay, yeah, yeah, Which I think is a...
2: Oh, I'd love that. Oh my God, but... But is it a a, a
0: close comparison? Like we're telling, you know, Rome, (laughs) Greece, who cares? But like these myths which have morals to them and we're gonna, you know, or it's like Hercules or something, Um, but done in this very... I can't use the descriptor parabolic, can I? Because that just means curved. Um, But, like, through parables, parabolic. Parabolicious. Parabolicious, kind of way, you know, like, with it, like, just humans telling a human story with handheld human props and nothing very big or flashy. I don't think it would have lasted a month. Um,
2: No, definitely not. Even if
0: it was equally as well written. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What I what what's kind of ticking along in my brain now is uh-huh. I love, you know, obviously finding out other perspectives and that's the kind of thing we need to do nowadays. Yeah. So I, I'm casting out a fishing line to all of our listeners out there who are of different faiths uh-huh. that aren't Christianity. Obviously, people who belong to the Christian faith, let us know what you think as well. But I'm fascinated to know uh-huh. like what do our Muslim listeners think about uh-huh. God's spell? What do our Jewish listeners think about Godspell? So my... Buddhist (laughs) listeners, if we've got any of them. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I
0: absolutely want to hear all these things. So my high school, where we performed Godspell, was predominantly Jewish. um, Or at least, you know, mostly Jewish. To the point where I was surprised that the rest of the world was not when I left high school. Yeah. Because, like, that was just my friends and what I knew. Um, But so, it was Uh very interesting to have some of these conversations. Never too much in depth. We didn't talk. We actually didn't talk religion all that much in performing this show, which I thought is kind of the way to do it. Um, Because it's about Uh the story. Um, But, like, some of the things, you know, the Last Supper is a Passover meal. Like, Jesus was Jewish and there are gentle nods to that throughout you know the bible as well as godspell um so right. it, it's interesting i would be curious about you know what what do our buddhist friends think what do our muslim friends think um have any of them and
2: also just fascinating to hear if we've got any buddhist listeners i would be well into that <laughs> um yeah Taoist as well yeah that's another one whatever
0: whatever you know
2: our trekkies out there
0: whatever your religion is um let us know what yes, you think of that exactly. spell.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it's, do you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's always interesting to hear because, you know, I can only imagine, say if I were Muslim going to see something, um, well, I don't know, maybe not, but like, you know, because it's because it is it's, it's so difficult with gospel because I say because it is so religious, right? No, it's not, but because it is so religious, yeah. Um, you kind of feel like you're going to church in some ways, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the yeah, art yeah. element, but the, it's not preachy, but it's it's done in a very traditional. Ah, oh, also not. Oh my god, I just don't even know how to. Yeah, put it into it's words. really difficult to describe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So enigmatic. But basically, I'm trying to say that, like, you know, here's it would be like going into the church of you know another religion another faith yeah and right. and there's all this like i bet you
0: parts of it are like that too but i don't know i don't want to assume um uh-huh. because exactly i I, exactly. I knew i knew all the secrets going in um yeah and other yeah you know other
2: people don't totally um but then you know obviously a, a lot of religion follows similar paths so right. they might see parts of their own stories yeah in spell. yeah you know yeah um fascinating. Yeah. So let us know. Reddit's there for a reason, guys. It's so interesting. So it, it was my introduction to Godspell. I didn't, it wasn't on my radar till that came about. Okay. Um, and I was like, this is fascinating. I'd known about Day by Day because of Hey Mr. Producer, because that's how I know any song in right theatre. Right. Um, but I just always thought... Because it was really interesting, actually. The, the Day by Day staging in Hey Mr. Producer, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if this was any of the London staging or not, but it's just basically like... Um, Forty white people of all shapes and sizes wearing really bright, colorful shirts, singing "Day by Day," which is this just sounds like him. So I just thought it was like a church group right. that came along. Yeah, and didn't really realize it was from, from a musical. A musical. <laughs> like because "Day by Day," it, you know, you're not. Right. Where's the story yeah. arc? Yeah, where's my? <laughs> yeah. Right, it's, yeah. you're just saying "Day by Day" along. lot. Exactly. Um, so I, that was you know I don't count that as my first experience of Godspell. So when it, it got revived in twenty eleven, um. That was that was my first big hitter. and I was so fascinated by it. I was like, "This is crazy! They've got trampolines on the stage. Mm-hmm. There's rain coming down in the middle of the stage. Yeah. You know, it's in the round, yeah. and it's a Broadway show. Like, what's going on here?" Yeah. Um, so I was totally just like, it, it, you know, question question mark on that. And then the cast recording came out, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Do you know what I mean? It, I was like, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, Lindsay Sterling had me in the palm of her vocal cords, um, <laughs> and it was re- it was re- it was really good. Mm. Um, and the production that I saw, the amateur production I saw mm. by a group called FCT, shout out to FCT. Um, they, their director, like emailed back and forth with Stephen Schwartz because he was like, "I want to get the revival." Yeah, orchestration. So I want to get that version. Yeah, because that's exciting. That's the one. Yeah. Um. So that's the version I've seen, not by Broadway, right? But, but by a group of children. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um. Basically, my point being, uh-huh. um, it was very. I loved it. I absolutely adored it. Um. And then I go and I find out more about Godspell mm-hmm. and what Godspell is. Mm-hmm the kind of origins of it, what it is, and this idea of it being a tribe musical and access, you know, accessible, uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. And I realize kind of how far removed almost uh-huh. this 2011 version mm-hmm. is from the original. Yes. That's my point. Discuss.
0: The, I mean, it speaks a little bit to our other points too, but this is a musical. <laughs> so, um, I watched the Victor Garber movie Um, with my boyfriend this morning. Rather, I watched it while he played Zelda on the Switch. Um, Classic. But looking up from time to time. And the other movies I've made him watch for this podcast have been Hair and The Wiz. Um,
2: (laughs) Oh my god, so you've watched the same movie three times? Basically.
0: (laughs) um, And... He said to like, it starts out and like Victor Garber appears in just his underwear and he's Jesus and he's got weird clown makeup on. And he, yep. he was like, he's cute when he's young though, right? He's kind of weird looking. Um,
2: I think he's kind of cute, yeah. but cool. If you've if,
0: if you no know older Victor Garber and then you see younger Victor Garber, it's very confusing. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: But he, he was like this. I don't know if I like this. No, wait. I don't know if I don't like this or I just don't like the 70s. I think I might not like the <laughs> 70s. And I love it. It's really true. You watch part of this musical and it's weird in the same way that Hair and the Wiz is weird in the movie versions. Um, Completely. But with Godspell as opposed to something like Hair or the Wiz, Godspell is only feel 70s because the first productions were in the 70s. And so contemporary productions I think should be done contemporarily nothing Uh that feels 70s or of any other time period should be held onto as, you know, sacrosanct, as like this must stay. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. We've, it should feel like it's taking place right now and do what, like, I hope contemporary productions, you know, use technology or, you know, phones or tablets or whatever. Like, that's how this show should feel
2: hmm mm-hmm. Um I, yeah, no, I i I do agree with you. Um But I think the thing that because it's stuff I've read in a couple of reviews and things I've read of the 2011 production mm-hmm. is that it's saying that because um mostly mostly with the parables, sometimes with the music, yeah. um because they're so flashy and gimmicky mm-hmm. you lose sense of you start to you're starting to lose sense of what it's about like this idea of the heart. I guess that's kind of true. That's,
0: that's an you know? interesting
2: proposition. Yeah. Right. Because the, 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 the 2011 version is really crazy. Like it's really, really crazy. And there's lots of, you know, there's like a kind of game show like section with Telly Long. Uh-huh. Um, and, it, you know, you're kind of, you, you, you get swept up in all the audience participation and yeah. the trampolines and, and everything, you know, the glitter bombs right and stuff like that. And it's, you do lose sight of, like, it's a story about a group of people. Yeah. Do
1: you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It
2: starts to peel away from that because it's like, we want to bring you in. Right. We want to get you excited. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Um, now, we, again, we could talk about this forever because that's perfectly fine. Right. Do you know what I mean? That is a complete stylistic choice. Yeah. And it works because you have the time of your life watching it. It is like watching... It's like watching a Cirque du Soleil show or something like that. Yeah, exactly. With really great music. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because it's, it, it's very different from yeah. the off, you know what I mean? We're back in the off Broadway days where, yeah um, I mean, I don't all for the best was a cakewalk. Yeah. That's what we were doing. Exactly.
0: Like, but I don't know if I would, I, I feel like the most, ex, this is one of the things I enjoyed a lot about the musical or about the movie mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is that it just kind of takes place on the streets of New York. Um, and I feel like Godspell is a musical that is best performed on a street corner, on a sidewalk, and like with all, yeah. with only those trappings. Can you pull yeah. it out
2: of the trunk you brought? Great. If not, doesn't belong in the show. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. And it, that's like, it can be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, for example, there is, there's, you know, there's a section, I think it's in um, Lindsay Mendez's Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Uh uh-huh. um, Where. I think, as far as I can remember, the staging is, like, they pull out a chest, and they just kind of bring stuff out of the chest, and it's, like, beads and stuff like that, and they kind of dress each other with it. So I think there is still that kind of, like, homegrown vibe there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it definitely peppers through. And, you know, in a number, like, all good gifts, like, you can't escape the the like uh, yeah this yeah the kind of spirituality and that that kind of wholesome feeling yeah like the ten- there's a, a there's like a
0: tenderness that. built in there that like yeah, yeah. you know you can't pull out the confetti guns for that kind of song
2: right exactly exactly um so i think definitely it's it's still there so i don't fully agree with these reviews who are saying it's it's god's will but not as we know it because i think the content is just so correct yeah do you know what i mean that i think the the thing that you would do wrong in godspell is to make it more bible specific
0: yes yeah i think do you know what i thing, mean i think
2: that would detract the
0: thing you would do wrong in godspell is like giving jesus a shirt that says jesus on it is like yeah. you know the thing you would do wrong in godspell is like performing it in the front of the of a church maybe um mm-hmm. you know de- depending um yeah yeah you're right making it making it making it feel more sacred and religious would gets rid of the hm um, like the, the feeling of it all the intent of it all the success of it all i think it would be yeah. unsuccessful i don't think it would be as successful you know to perform it outside the church like yeah you know do it do it in the parking
2: lot um, yeah totally and that would lo- I would love that Giant yeah. would be so into that. oh yeah Godspell performed um, in the church parking lot I would stop and watch like right exactly do you know what like think about it it's the kind of show that I would just go and see yeah like I wouldn't ever be like oh god what's this gonna be like they're gonna get this wrong how inappropriate right. any age yeah any ability yeah. can nail this yeah. you know yeah that's great yeah again very few shows yeah have able. that have that ability yeah
1: yeah Bow.
2: Your favorite song from the show or oh, your top three?
0: Oh boy um that's a great question i always enjoy i love turn back oh man um mm-hmm. the because it's sexy
2: because it's because it's because it talks about wicked because you know wicked god. for the first time i'm feeling wicked I, I
0: i had never listened to the 2011 revival recording until prepping for this and that was the only one are you
2: kidding oh my god are you kidding no
0: my I, I grew up on the 2001 tour recording um i mean great yeah but, but that's so interesting. Yeah. Cause I, it was over and done with by the time that version had happened in my world. Uh-huh. So I had no reason to listen to another one. Um, but wait, 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 what did you think of it? I liked it. I thought it was interesting because the 2001 tour is burned in my mind. So well, uh-huh. um, it was fascinating to hear just everything be different. Everything's different. Yeah. Every single thing's it's so, so different. Um, I very much enjoyed it, except for the Wicked Joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Turn Back, <laughs> Oh Man. Um, I love every single recording I hear of All For The Best. That's that's my kind of song. Like, a soft shoe vaudeville take. Oh, yes, please. Right.
2: Um, and I think I would, I would completely, sorry to interrupt you, but I would completely agree with you that every recording nails All For The Best yeah. in their own way. Whether it's through a little, like, oh, something nah, I'm on a, you know, yeah. like through a radio, yep. whatever. Or whether it's, you know, the kind of, I don't know, kind of low-key yep. uh, version with the ukulele in the yep. 2011. But, and like, I
0: don't,
2: kn- the, uh, how do you take a
0: speck of sawdust out of your eye when all the time there's a great plank in your own? I don't know. How do you take a speck? I don't know. Don't like, how do you
2: take a speck is of out of your eye? That is so funny
0: all. to me in a really difficult to explain way. Like. It's your humor. Oh, it's so, like. That is
2: so, that is Tommy But humor. it's
0: not. It's not funny. It's not a joke. It's not funny. There's no pun. Oh, did I promise you an answer to the question? <laughs> like, they're They're using like yeah. a campy vaudeville stereotype of a joke to give yeah. you this like, you know, treat others as you want to be treated yourselves. Oh, treat exactly. others as you Like, it doesn't make any sense. And I think it's hilarious. And Absolutely. I usually I can like explain myself my the humor in my mind. This is one of those ones where I'm like. This is just funny to me. It's just uh-huh. it's funny when it happens, and I don't know why.
2: Yeah, exactly. You just laugh. You're just like this is cool. Yeah, sing fast now. Yeah, I, I
0: think I think all for the best <laughs> might be my favorite song in the show. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I don't
2: I don't and I don't really three? I don't really like day by day. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think day by day is the, the out of all of them. Yeah, it feels the most okay. You've said this. Four thousand times. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like,
2: but it's you know, and it's it's the most repetitive, I would guess, out of all of that. It's great, but like "Day by Day" is the song that you know made it out of the musical. Like, I read somewhere, I don't know if this is true, that "Day by Day" was the last musical theater song done by a musical that got into the charts
0: i would believe that i think oh i might have this number wrong but i think it hit 13 on the on the charts and it it rose quickly enough but that by the time they adapted the off Broadway play into the movie they right. they do a mega mix of day by day like the finale starts with the finale yes. and then they sing day by day because yes. they know this is the song that people know um so it got right. it got popular fast um yeah
1: which is more
2: strange
0: yeah you know I would want to see I bet you I bet you that statistic was true but Hamilton has hit the charts since then um, true so I bet you that has changed
2: yeah I, I'd be interested but I wonder if just like track yeah I don't know just it, individual track know I mean? yeah I
0: don't know I don't understand the billboard charts anyway so someone someone in the yeah. reddit can explain that to us
2: <laughs> thank you very much um, <laughs> what's what's your number three what's you
0: my know, number three, three. hmm yeah. <sighs> You know, it might be, it might be on the willows. Um, a lovely choice, an interesting one to pick. Yeah, and uh, and like in in its fullest realization, like on the willows makes me feel a thing. Um, mm. Makes mm. Me, like makes me a jaded homosexual ex-religionist feel bad for Judas and Jesus and the apostles. Like, right? It's it's pretty good it, it yeah. serves its purpose well it's, so beautiful. it's
2: um, so beautiful and when it's staged as well yeah it's it whoa, yeah. On thick and i love it yeah um traditionally i my version didn't do this but in research uh-huh. taught me that that's actually normally sung by the band
0: yeah it's judas and the, it's very um uh outside of the story It it is, yeah. it is like it is underscoring with vocals
2: um, yeah, that's it. Schwartzy talks about it being more like movie underscoring yeah. because he doesn't want the actors to be out of the the, the thought of saying goodbye. Yeah. and it's um, you
0: know, it is one of the things that I think bothers me about this musical structure wise. Um, I think <laughs> on the willows is great. and it's beautiful and it's wonderful, and it's metaphorical. You know, what are the willows? Why are we on the willows? Like the you know, it makes me think things and feel things. And then we hit the finale, which is variously moving, but then we hit the interminable. Oh God, I'm dying, and it happens forever, and then it happens again. Oh God, and my like, God, yes,
2: you're dead. I get it. Like we're not. We're oh, I don't love. Really? That oh, it goes I on. Really heartbreaking. I really again though. My my um, introduction to it was Hunter Parrish, uh-huh. and I gotta give my hat off to Hunter Parrish because I think he's a beautiful vocalist.
0: Yeah, it's it's performed well. I think. I don't know if I'm conflating in my mind, but it's one of those moments in a, in any kind of show. I feel the same way about uh, Once on this Island, um, uh-huh. where... Oh, what's her name? Uh, you know, she, she is kicked out of the house, and then she dies, and she turned into... A tree! Um, And it's one of those lines where, like, I I get where you're going in the script, but I want you to imagine that you're performing this for an audience. Like, people are going to laugh at that. (laughs) It's not supposed to be funny, but people are going to laugh at that, the way you deliver that. I feel the same way with like, Oh God, I'm dying. is like, I can hear the baby crying in the background.
2: Like, yeah. And that, but also the, Oh God, I'm dead. I'm sure yeah. someone's laughed yeah. at that. Before. Or like and the,
0: you know, all the, the people MSL going it. like, <clears throat> you know, the audience noises uh, start becoming more apparent. Um, yeah. That's when the cell phone, or the phone ringing. Yeah, exactly. at the,
2: um, if I were not myself. Right. But, <laughs> but
0: like where that one, you've built me up to this holy solemn moment in great comet, our contractually obligated mentioning of it. Um, Um, yeah 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 yeah. in the finale here it's it's laid on too thick for me one
2: okay okay Uh, one
0: is enough three or four too many
2: (laughs) yeah cool cool um do you want to know my favorite yes absolutely so last week we talked about your favorite song in musical theater is yours in here Being golden palace i think one of i'm not ready to commit yet okay i'm chandler bing naturally um one of mine is "Beautiful City." Really? Absolutely. Um, I think it's kind of perfect. Okay, tell right? Tell me more. So, well, the story of "Beautiful City." So, "Beautiful City" you won't find it on the Off Broadway recording because it didn't exist at that right. point. It was written for the movie. Yes. Um, and Schwartzy wrote it didn't really like it. He thought it was a bit too goopy. He thought Uh it was a bit too, like, like, you know, let's build this beautiful city kind of thing. Um, There was a production that was supposed to be um, going on in LA. Uh um, And he redrafted it for that. Okay, Um, And it got Taken away, uh-huh. it, the sorry, the production didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but these new lyrics stood, and he loved them a lot more. Okay, so I think the first time that it existed might have been two thousand and one. Uh, yellow album. I think it might because it was written again in ninety four. Yeah. I'm trying. It might have. It might have done London.
0: I can't even remember. Did it make the film though? Yeah, it's in the film. Is it okay? But so yeah, the first yeah, time yeah. it made it on stage would have been two thousand. First
2: time it made it on stage with this in this new version, this new adaptation, yeah, and this new incarnation. Sorry, um, was two thousand one. Okay. Um, and so in two thousand one, and this might be why this might be why you don't you can't really see my point as much because mm-hmm. um, two thousand one is extremely different from yes, yes, it is two thousand eleven. Yes, it is right. They're ch- chalk and cheese. Yeah, um, the two thousand one version is kind of gospel yeah. and fun and vibrant and you know like we can build a beautiful city yeah yeah we can yeah um, 2011 is like it's much more low-key mm-hmm. it's very honest yeah Um, and it's very somber yeah not it's not sad yeah because it's a song of such hope yeah but it's very somber and it just like pew, like hits me right right here um and i i adore it i absolutely adore it yeah um and just from its its message do you know what i mean like there's no song that encapsulates what we need <laughs> yeah. what we need in this era that we live in right now yeah um than beautiful city
0: yeah um, that's absolutely true it's very i mean it is a very simple honest
2: song in its in its lyricism um
0: yeah i find that
2: yeah and i think that's it it's not doing anything special there's no oh look at these amazing rains yeah but i don't know there's just something about it i'm like yeah, yeah. it is yeah I correct would, <laughs> i would
0: say that that progression um mm-hmm. alas for you by my side beautiful city um yeah is about the closest this show gets to like a linear plot um Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Like I mean, I, d-
2: I do kind of see what
0: you maybe mean, yeah. maybe excluding just the whole actual passion of the Christ, which actually doesn't take that long. Um, right. You know, which is basically It's like on the willows in the finale, and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. But like the the what is it? Oh God, my Catholic teachings are trying to come back to me. Overturning the tables in the temple yes um like that whole progression he's very much jesus in that moment and like they like they have character that is from the bible at that time and it's not Uh. the parables being told by whoever it is the life and times of jesus christ um yeah 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 yeah. and so you know i I wonder
2: if that's what helps it stick out of this musical Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's the thing is, again, another really interesting thing about Beautiful City yeah. is it can go anywhere you want. Yeah, um, It's literally like, here's an optional song. Yeah. It's quite nice. Yep. Put it in however you so desire. That's true. What musical gives you that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it will go anywhere. Yeah. And so, you know, that's a really interesting... It was in a London production. It was. It was in 94. Okay. Um, the 94 cast put it before the finale. Okay. So, it... You know, in the way that in 2011, mm-hmm. um, they reprise it. Yes. Before they get into the long live God and yeah. prepare ye reprise. Yeah, it, it is. And they like also bring into the. What
0: like brings us back up from the sadness
2: of Jesus' death. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it's like. Because to me, Beautiful City is the message of the, the whole show. It's that yeah. we can build a beautiful city, yeah. not a city of angels, yeah. a city of man, you know, it's, it's, together.
0: It's you almost know? like Beautiful City is the better version of Day by Day. Um, like. If beautiful city as written was when the, in the original,
2: I bet you it would have yeah. been number thirteen on the charts and not day by day. Um, I know I'd be so interested to know that actually, because it, it because it can move around. It really does kind of stand alone. It's a solo. Yeah. Um, it's it's not preachy. Yeah. It, it, you know I mean it, it could really just be a pop song. Yeah. Um, but I really love the way that twenty eleven treats it. I yeah. think it's beautiful, and it, it's potentially one of my favorites of all time. Um, other favorites, because <laughs> we only need to give a three. Um, uh-huh. Babel. I'm I, just I, Babel, you know that's into the high next. up there too. I
0: love Babel. I love. What's your favorite? What's your favorite interpretation of Babel? Because they are so different.
2: I know. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I couldn't. tell The '80s child in me. Yeah, and the electro child in me loves 2001. Uh-huh. Um, also, the '94 ain't too bad. It's not. It's it's like. There's bits of 94 because it's so cheap that make me love it. Yeah. Um, but it's like 2001, do a better 94, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, that does. Um, so I love that. But the technical prowess oh, and mastery uh, of 2011. Yeah, Like, when you break apart what they're doing... Uh-huh. As the opening of their show, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and like, it, what a what a great you know. We've I've said before the first lines of your show are as important as the title, Um uh-huh. and the whole the whole progression. I mean, depending upon how you do it, but of the like, in my mind, it's the two thousand one version where it's like the, right, uh-huh. and it's like I am God, blah 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 blah, yeah. and then hello, <laughs> and we reach the first with nothing underneath that honest honest like i honor and love you but i shall obey god rather than you and while i have life and strength i shall never stray from the practice and teaching of philosophy like i don't i don't memorize a lot of things by heart um right. and that one sticks with me and exactly. it really sets up um you see i wonder if this is why it feels more religious to me um mm-hmm. in the in religious in the telling of the life and times of jesus christ um uh-huh. The Tower of Babel, with all the characters we mentioned in our quiz question, this is where we see them all. Um, yeah, in it sets up like maybe three different contexts for me. Um, the first is like the general idea of all this babble in anyone's life is that they're like you're hearing all these things and you have all sorts of different opinions and we're analyzing and talking about our existence on earth how on Mm -hmm. you know how are we going to make sense of what it is to be person. Um, And, like, so high it climbs up the ivory tower of Babel, everyone has an opinion on this. Um, Then the second level is the characters you see in it, depending upon the production, of these philosophers from time immemorial um, talking about their opinions on the thing. And so, in a contemporary context, what is, you know, how do you make sense of all of these specific messages telling you, person, what you should believe? Um, But then the last one, and I think this is really important, it also sets up what Earth, what humanity was like when the historical figure Jesus came into being. It was Mm -hmm. also very much a hotbed of philosophy and argument and what is existence and is there an afterlife and is there a God and how do we do this? And, you know... Preachers and philosophers and scam artists were a dime a dozen. Um, yep, and so it sets that up too, and then into this enters the Jesus character to be like, yep. "Hey, hey, hey, just love each other. It's all chill, man. That's it. Just be nice to each other. That's yep. it. Don't don't overthink it. Just be nice. Um, exactly. And it it's a it's a very powerful setup."
2: absolutely absolutely um i think (laughs) because so and again big shout out to sct sct the kid like we're talking kids here Mm -hmm. um i think the age limit starts at eight years old and you can go up to 21 okay right Mm -hmm. um and they did 2011 tower of babel wow i'm like that's impressive i don't know if i've got that in me and here's you know a group of amazingly talented kids doing it so master track time but I think one of the things is it just overwhelms you so much yeah. because you're just like especially because the end with the chord yeah uh,
1: do you know uh, what I mean uh, ah,
2: yeah you're just like oh. and then so there's a chauffeur and you're like okay I'm what's yep. happening yeah. do you know what I mean so that, that idea of like here's a bunch of philosophers yeah. being simplified yeah. by Jesus doesn't really fit Um but I love it. Yeah. I really, really love it. Um, and number three, we won't label the point for me, but just in case you're interested, um, <laughs> would either be oh, Can't Decide okay. between By My Side or Beseech Thee. I'm going to go mm. for By My Side. Okay. I think that, that balances out your top three well. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, so there you go. That's, that's our songs. What are your favorites, guys? Let us know. Because it's, kind of, it's that kind of cast recording, isn't it? Where you yeah. could like any of
1: them. Yeah, absolutely. Any of them can and if, be your favorite. if
0: you know, or if you can tell us, uh, tell us your favorite song and the recording. Because it's one of yeah, the few exactly. cases where that's kind of important. And if you're the kind yeah. of person who was like me for quite some time in life, and only had listened to one cast recording of this musical, yeah. go out there, pick up any other one. You'll be fascinated. Yeah. And like, exactly. I highly recommend, even just the 2001 and the 2011 recording, go back and forth play track one play mm-hmm. track one play track yeah. two play track
2: two and listen to how and then, different they are once you've fallen in love with both of them then go listen to Off-Broadway just for a laugh yeah because it's so different yeah. it's just so yeah. different I
0: would you know if people are looking for ooh this is gonna be the question what, what, what's the link we're gonna put in the show notes to which cast recording ooh. I
2: know. when your
1: trust is all but shattered then your faith Is all but killed You can give up Better and better Or you can slowly start To build. build A beautiful city Yes, we can Yes, we can A beautiful city, not a city of angels, but finally, a city of men, a city of men. Wow.
2: It's you. All right. That was Godspell.
0: That w- it was. That
2: was Godspell. I really enjoyed that, Tommy. That was really fun. I I, no, yeah. I don't enjoy them all, but I, I love, I feel kind of behooved. Yeah.
0: It's it's a nice, it's a, it's a nice little musical. It's a nice little musical.
2: Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um,
0: but what are we going to talk about next? Well, I can't tell you, but I do have a quiz question. <laughs> oh, okay. I love quizzes. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> In the song, Beautiful City, from Godspell, lies the title of our next musical. What show could it be?
2: Pale, the musical. That's it. Pale.
0: That's it. Oh, I spoiled it. Oh, no! Jimmy! Oh,
2: now
0: sorry. everyone's going to know we're talking about Pale, the musical. Pale,
2: the musical. It's probably out right there. It's, a, let's, it's, let's it's about
0: it. a tiny boy from Alaska who's
2: never seen the sun. Yeah. Um, He's got red hair as well. Um, if you would like to say hello, please do. Um my name on Twitter is Asin Hendricks, and it's the exact same on YouTube. And
0: I'm MusicalMash on Twitter and Musical Theater Mash on YouTube. And you can check out our show Twitter, Jim and Tomic. Uh, or you can go to our website, jimandtomic.com which has a link to the Reddit discussion.
2: Exactly. Um we would also love you to tell your friends all about our little podcast over here. Um that'd be really nice. Woo! And we shall see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.
1: Ow, ow. What you ow. do? I just
2: elbowed a box. Don't do that.